0: Welcome back to Trading 360. It's time for our 360 round, and we must recap Disney's earnings with our panel joining us right now: Hatem Diab, managing partner at Gerber Kawasaki Wealth Investment Management, and Josh Strange, president of Good Life Financial Advisors of Nova. Thank you both for being with us. Hatem, everybody's looking at this Disney report. Demand is not waning. There is no softness. So much resiliency, the theme parks, uh, Bob Chapik is saying, look, you know, we're seeing so much demand. We we could even raise prices soon. And and the subscriber growth and and strength in streaming has been great too. What's going on here?
1: Um, Really, hey Nicole, how are you? Thank you for having me. Incredible quarter from Disney, it really is. Uh, I mean, we expected 10 million new subscribers. They bring in four, 14 million new subscribers when everyone else is losing. The parks are up almost a billion dollars in, in revenue. They're just executing really, really well, you know, and, and just shows you the power of the brand and how good the properties that they have. And uh, Bob Shapic kind of showed up to this, this quarter and said, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm running this, this, this company really well right now.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Does anything change here? Or does Disney just become this continued behemoth, Josh? Um, You know, we're going to take a look at how they may have these tiers, ad-supported versus um, ad-free. But as Hatem was saying, I mean, to see the subscriber growth of 14 million while others are losing, I mean, doesn't that surprise you? And can it continue?
2: Yeah, well, thanks again, Nicole, for having me. And it was a magical Disney day. Um, frankly, uh, Bob Chevek did deliver. Um, I think that the streaming, though, there's a little bit more than just the numbers of that top line beat because only 100,000 of those 14.4 million subscribers came from the U.S. and Canada. So Disney is really looking at a, a much lower margin um, growth strategy on the uh, overseas with um the uh, hot star Disney, hot Disney plus hot star service. Um, and, and so I think it'll be interesting to see how that plays out as they continue to focus on this overseas uh, expansion with streaming.
0: So, wait, just explain that a little bit more because it, with the competition, it must be tough with Netflix and all the others, Josh. The US and international, where are they, we really going to see the strong points, Josh?
2: So yeah, that's a great point, and competition is very tough. And consumers in the United States and Canada have a tremendous amount of choice within the in-home entertainment space. Um, and and when you really look at the report, only one hundred thousand of those fourteen point four million subscribers this quarter were from the U.S. and Canada. The rest were overseas. So Disney's made a big bet with their uh, Hot Star uh, service, which is focused specifically on Asia. Um, and a lot of that strategy is dependent upon, um, the, the market in India, uh, which there's some, um, some concerns there and some expectations of actually seeing significant subscriber loss without getting too far into the weeds. Uh, they lost the, the, uh, broadcast rights, the bid for the broadcast rights of the India premier league cricket. Um, so they're expecting to see uh, some attrition in subscribers because that was a major part of the Indian uh, market strategy. Um, they're working to counteract that through developing native language content, but there's a lot at play here to see how the streaming plays out. But I think the strong point is just how incredibly resilient the Park uh, park's experience and product space was, which has historically been right. um, their most profitable segment.
0: Yeah. And Hatem, you agree. I mean, we've been all wowed by some of the numbers, but you also noted that if there's a slowdown in 2023, that it could affect the success of what we've seen with parks and maybe they won't be able to raise prices. At the same time, um, you're also looking at how they're on the hook to buy the rest of Hulu. That's something that is on your mind. There's the competition space, the ad versus no ads and raising prices. Can they do it? What are some of these themes here?
1: So a couple of things, first of all, I think the fact that they raised prices by $3 in the U.S., uh, the Disney Plus tier or or, or the bundle was underpriced compared to both uh, Netflix and HBO. So they knew that they were uh, trying to gain market share through lower prices. Now they know that they have the cloud and the content to be able to really kind of increase their margins. I think what Josh is alluding to is that they have about 50 million subscribers in India, which pay less than $1, but by increasing price in the US, they can make up some of those margins. Uh, with parks, I was really, really surprised how, how even though the parks are not are running at full capacity, the the people in, in the parks are spending 30% plus, or actually 40% plus than 2019 uh, spending. So what that means is one, obviously inflation is there, but also people are spending more time and, and, and more money in their parks, just really good execution. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's
0: go lot- over, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were done, I, go ahead.
1: Now the last point is, is I think, what, 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 what I'm, is 2024, they have to buy 33% Voodoo that they don't own yet from Comcast for $27 billion. So that's, I think, for me, one of the biggest overhangs on, on the stock in the next couple of years, but everything else has just been fantastic execution.
0: All right, and let's just talk about the stock price here. It's at uh, 118 today. It certainly has come off those lows of 90 bucks. What's a fair price? Where do you see the stock going quickly, Josh?
2: Yeah, I'm not going to assign a fair price to Disney. There's a lot of uh, variability here. Um, and frankly, you know, that's not something that we really get into. What I'm really interested in is what does Disney show us about the overall health of the of the consumer, not only uh, domestically, but internationally. And I think that this quarter has shown that the consumer is still healthy and is still spending money.
0: OK, that's good. And quickly, uh, Tim, do you have a price target on Disney? Does Would you buy it now?
1: Uh, We're buyers, but I'll politely also refrain from putting a price, just like Josh did. Uh, I think, you know, being able to execute this and being profitable in their streaming business will be very, very big, which I think was going to happen next year. So I think that's very positive.
0: Wonderful to see you both. Thank you very much. Hatem Diab of Gerber Kawasaki, Wealth Investment Management. Josh Strange, Good Life Financial Advisors of Nova. Thank you. Good luck there at Disney. It really has come up off that 90 bucks. It's at 118 today, a 5.5% right now as
2: we speak.